Hope's Harbor, Gritty Bible Devotions by David Bradley. Why angry? One of two. The key verse is Ephesians 4.26. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. In this verse, angry means enraged, exasperated. Ever been exasperated? It is taken from a root word involving vengeance. And wrath means simply rage. Both the noun and verb describe uncontrollable anger. The noun is its violent, uncontrollable anger, and the verb is to feel or express that violent, uncontrollable anger. So anger. Is it wrong? The answer should be obvious, and if not, then here it is. At times, anger normally is wrong. Although at others, though seldom times, is anger the right reaction. Did you notice I said reaction? Anger is a reaction to some event, circumstance, or mistreatment, and so forth. An online source has anger defined as a reaction to a perceived or an actual injustice. We'll look at a few examples. Um, I don't know that I would call them angry men, but... These two characters from the Bible definitely had issues with their anger. The devotion focus is when anger is right, when it is wrong. This is a two-part series, and the first will look mainly into the life of Moses, and then next episode we'll follow up with David, and then we'll look at some ways to help reduce uncontrollable and therefore toxic anger. Now, I understand best the definition of anger being a reaction to injustice. And we can all think of any number of injustices that are happening at any given time in our country, from political to religious. However, I want to look more deeply into anger when it isn't called for, when it's toxic and the damage it does. Now, most of us, may be familiar with the event, the first murder, recorded in Genesis when Cain killed his brother Abel. Cain's anger was toxic, all because he believed God committed an injustice against him by accepting his brother Abel's sacrifice and not his. And God at one point even asked Cain about his anger in Genesis 4, verse 6. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why has your countenance falling? And the word for anger in that verse, in the King James Version, is wrath, and it means to blaze up. And anger grows if we feed it. I think of a small fire, if you've ever poured fuel on it, and you shouldn't do that. It will blow back on you. But there's that idea of anger blazing up when fuel's poured on it. And so the Bible says, one day it came to pass... As Cain and Abel talked, Cain killed his innocent brother, and it was surely in rage. And then the other Bible character I want to look more closer, more closely at, uh, one with a temper, is Moses. Did you know that? As a prince of Egypt one day, Moses saw an injustice recorded in Exodus 2, verses 11 and 12. Verse 11. Now it came to pass in those days when Moses was grown, that he went out to his brethren and looked at their burdens, and he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, 
one of his brethren. Verse 12. So he looked this way and that, and when he saw no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. Now, it's arguable Moses committed murder, though he did defend a helpless slave. But regardless, Pharaoh didn't like it and set out to kill Moses. The point to realize is Moses' anger put him on the run. Then later, God called him to deliver the Hebrews, which he did, and they headed out to the desert. And one day, God called him to a mountaintop, and there gave Moses the Ten Commandments, etched onto two stone tablets. But because of Moses' anger, those two tablets didn't remain intact for long. Exodus chapter 32, verse 15. And Moses turned and went down from the mountain, and the two tablets of the testimony were in his hands. The tablets were written on both sides. On the one side and on the other, they were written. Now listen to this. Exodus thirty-two sixteen. Now the tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God, engraved on those tablets. Verse 17. And when Joshua heard the noise of the people... As they shouted, he said to Moses, there's the noise of war in the camp. But Moses said, it is not the noise of the shout of victory, nor the cry of defeat, but the sound of singing I hear. So the people in Moses' absent, uh, they got bored and they just threw a party. Verse 19. So it was as soon as he came near the camp that he saw a golden calf and the people are dancing around it. So Moses' anger became hot, and he cast the tablets out of his hands and broke them at the foot of the mountain. Now, God was patient with Moses and his temper for many years, but then an outburst of Moses' anger cost him dearly. Numbers chapter 20, verse 8. This is God instructing Moses. Now take the rod, you and your brother Aaron, gather the congregation together, Speak to the rock before their eyes, and it will yield its water. You see, the people have been complaining for a lack of water. And earlier, maybe years before, during a lack of water, God told Moses to strike the rock, and water came out of the rock. But this time he says, speak to the rock. Verse 11. Then Moses lifted his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod, and water came out abundantly, and the congregation and their animals drank. Verse 12. But then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not believe me to hallow me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I gave them. And in Deuteronomy 34.4, the Lord uh, expounds on this a little more. The Lord said to him, to Moses, this is the land of which I swore to give Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I have allowed you to see it with your eyes, but you shall not cross over there. And at the end of Moses' life, he looked with longing across the Jordan Valley at the promised land, denied to him because his outburst of anger caused him to disobey God and rob God of the glory due him. Now listen, I've spent this much time on Moses to make the point that if uncontrolled anger costs Moses so much, what about you and me? The point is God's patience has a limit. In summary, toxic anger costs us, often much more than we know. And behind deep-seated anger 
is often bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness. These are all harmful effects against our souls, robbing us of peace and rest. And so the action to consider is take the time to write down the circumstances involving the last time you got really angry and ask yourself these questions. Did you blow up? What did it look like? Who was affected? And what resulted from it? Now, be honest with yourself. No one will see what you write. And so next week's devotion is Why Angry? A look at reducing it. And that's two of two. You've been listening to Hope's Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.